Hello Malaysia, welcome back to the Sambal Pod, a Malaysian youth-based podcast where we talk about anything related to the youth. This is your girl AG and I'm your host for most of the episodes. And yeah, you're listening in to the second part of Simbang Sambal Part 2. Okay, you're listening in to Simbang Sambal Part 2. And what is Simbang Sambal all about? Basically, Simbang Sambal is a bit different than our regular Sambal Pod episodes where we focus on normally very um, serious and, you know, society-based kind of issues. Well, Simbang Sambal is just going to be... Um, you know, episodes where we talk about ourselves, we kind of talk about our experiences and we just talk about ourselves. So it's just conversations between me and all the other members of the team. So yeah, stay tuned and to know more about what we have spoken about, please go head on to part one, which is probably just before this. So yeah, stay tuned. Bye guys. You can just answer this seriously okay. or not seriously, but yeah. What do you What do you think? Will it be appropriate if like TSP is on Twitter? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, I just thought of it. I think it's a, it's good marketing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I think it's a great idea actually. But I, I I'm not sure. I don't think we're supposed to be opinionated. So then we would only use Twitter as a as a medium to platform ourselves yeah. but not to give out opinions kind of but like, we, make no, share, like but we can't give our own personal ones yeah. i mean like, we can give opinions about like like you know that represents the youth or stuff like that like represents yeah. the community but mm. um and i think like like megdi malaysia or shopee malaysia i i really like how they market themselves like they kind of localize with the twitter culture Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, so like Maggie Malaysia, especially, they're a very funny one. Um, sometimes they quote tweet 
and then they make jokes of themselves or like make jokes of people. And I think we could also do something like that, but maybe not political so that we won't get into trouble. So I don't know, maybe like, you know, we could tweet um, a funny meme or something and then, you know, it's something very harmless and something that is marketable, but not necessarily like giving an own, our own personal opinion. Yeah. Maybe we, we can think about that, love. We can think about that. Um, but the question is who's going to manage it, love? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, I don't think I'll be the admin there, love, because since I'm very new to this, it has to be like you guys who are oh. like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I think. Yeah. With this whole, you know, with this whole um, Twitter thing. But yeah, I might consider having that. You know, like 2021. <laughs> 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 One of my main goals. <laughs> yeah, expansion of TSP now on Twitter. <laughs> That's not super weird though. I mean like because I had you know oh yeah, you know, talking about this, right? Uh, I just wanna I just wanna say that um I think yeah, you you guys know and yeah to also to, to our listeners of that, right? Um there was this um we had this collaboration with a team of students from UKM which was our 10th episode where we, where we spoke about Fosses. I did not mention that they were from UKM, but I guess it's safe to say now because um, their professor actually like uh, actually gave a shout out to us. And yeah, I mean, it, it was, she, was super, she was super kind. I did not expect that. But yeah, she basically um, liked what we were doing. Thank God. <laughs> and yeah so, she, yeah, so she said, and yeah, she basically um, gave us a shout out on Facebook. And because mm -hmm. of that, our YouTube, I mean, like, okay, like, this one, I think for, for all you guys, um, I mean, just being honest, we get most of our support from Spotify. And, like, maybe, like, you know, maybe maybe a bit of it comes from Apple Podcasts. We hardly get support on YouTube. I mean, like, that's, I mean, just going to be super honest and putting, this is how is it, how it is, you know. But then, um, YouTube is just, like, for the benefit of those people who don't have Spotify or don't have, like, you know, don't have any podcast kind of apps so like yeah they can go listen into youtube i do know some people who listening to youtube which is like very 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 rare people uh, i mean like so yeah and i understand why um why tsp doesn't get much attention because we don't it's not like we, we it's not like we reveal ourselves we don't put a video of ourselves and stuff right it's just like just putting the audio there and then a picture so yeah i kind of get that it doesn't it doesn't correlate with the with the youtube community lah anyway but then because of that shout out, that episode on YouTube got, I think it's almost 80 views now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is like, obviously like this huge peak compared to like our normal views. I think our normal views would probably just be like more than 10 views. That's it. You know, like more than 10 views and like, okay, we've reached our maximum for YouTube. I mean, like, I'm really glad that's not our case for Spotify. I don't, I don't know, I'll probably cry or something. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, we, you know, um, yeah, basically, yeah, our YouTube, we don't get much attention, right? So I was surprised when I saw like 80 views on YouTube. And then I didn't know this at all until until one of the guests, you know, the podcast guests, the team told me, you know, the team that the UKM, one of the UKM students, she told me that, oh, did you see, did you, did you saw the views on YouTube? And I was like, oh, okay, so let me check the views of Spotify. And I was like, okay, the views of Spotify, it was doing well as usual, but it did not have like, you know, a tremendous peak, like how it had on YouTube. So um, the conclusion that I got from it is that, oh, because Facebook is like, well, all, by all these machi machi, all the aunties who serve, right? I guess these aunties don't have Spotify, so they all better listen into YouTube. Yeah, I think that's a really reasonable um, conclusion, I would say. Mm. YouTube is much more user-friendly, I think. 
for yeah i think for like our moms and dad's generation yeah. so yeah then i was thinking like oh should we go on youtube and like i don't know is you i mean sorry should we go on facebook and i was like but is facebook that youth friendly because our target market is the youth obviously mm-hmm. right? but yeah so yeah i think maybe maybe i'll consider this twitter thing yet yeah, since twitter is like everyone's there like i i don't know any of my friends who are not on twitter except me <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah maybe that's something we can consider lah. but yeah anyway um moving on to our next segment um next segment is we're going to talk we're going to be yeah be honest but this is like honest this is going to be like a series of rawness on another level because we're going to talk about our struggles that we have to face in 2020 so like yeah i mean like no surprise there 2020 was a struggle for all of us so yeah key on to you how did what how did you cope with this year and yeah if you don't mind you can share with us some of your struggles as well sure um how do i cope i think i used to okay i just take a nap <laughs> i know i think my answers are going to be really really basic but um okay. i take a nap and i do myself a cup of tea or coffee usually coffee actually um <laughs> i'm lying to myself i'm saying tea because like i want to Kind of my caffeine addiction, but <laughs> usually it's coffee, lah. Um, yeah, I sleep a lot during this time actually, um, which is quite concerning. But at the same time, like getting some rest. But yeah, and also I do running. Yeah. Um, so once I get like super stressed and very, I don't know, very like anxious, I just go running. After that, I feel slightly better. You know, being in sweat. Um, and also hanging out with friends, I would say. Although it's not physically, but I'm already grateful enough to have a conversation with you know with a friend, mm-hmm. having group calls with friends as well. So I think that's kind of that what. Helps. Yeah, that helps a lot actually, because the issue right now is isolation. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are feeling alienated by really not, like, not communicating. Sorry, they feel very lonely. Yeah, exactly. A lot of us face. Yeah, um, correct. So then, you know, giving a call to friends, um, I think it definitely helps a lot. Not just me, but just everyone in general. And I think my struggles at the moment is normal things like online classes, yeah. um, not being able to live out with friends. And also, yeah. I think also when I have like meetings during the night, it, my parents at, this, at first were really confused. Um, just parents, they don't get why we all have meetings during the night. Yes. Yeah. Right. So like, I always have to WhatsApp them like, "Hey, I'm meeting from this time to this time, so please don't knock my door." Or, like scream in front of my room. Yeah. Yeah. True. 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 Yeah. And then my, I I go down, and my mom's like, "Why are you guys having meetings during the night?" And I'm like, "Cause everyone's having, you know, something during the day. Everyone works, and also everyone studies, right?" They won't get it because they're like, "Why don't you have meeting during the day?" But then, yeah, yeah, what we're doing is volunteering, so it's not the same with nine to five job, right? So mm-hmm. obviously, our meetings are gonna be at night, weekdays usually, or week weekends also at night. So they, I, I think right now they're like getting a bit confused. So I just say I'm not gonna do dinner, but I will clean up whatever that. Yeah, I I do that a lot. Like, okay, whatever you do, you. But as long as you do the kitchen work, 
for us, then it's fine. So at first they were like super confused. And I think they thought I was like talking to my boyfriend or something. They were like, are you sure you have meeting during the night or are you just hanging out with the boy? And then I'm like, I don't even know why I'm delaying my dinner just to talk to a boy. Why? Yeah. I'm like, why do I delay my eating time? Yeah, yeah, right? that doesn't make sense too. I mean, I, I never had a boyfriend, so but I don't find that makes sense in any way. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So how do you like explain to your parents that you're having night meetings? Oh my god, this is one of the oh my god, this is one of the struggles that I hated. For one thing, I hated being at home because of this reason. I mean, like, no yeah. offense, but yeah, I mean, like, I guess, like, okay, my parents, uh, I think, um, like, after not seeing me for five years and just seeing me on the holidays, they could not accept the fact that I was studying most of the time in the whole room. But obviously, I'm taking chemistry, guys. I need to study. And that's one thing. And second thing is, yeah, I, when I started on TSP, in the midst of all my busy programs and stuff already, it just became even more busier. Lah. So, yeah, it became like, you know, so, yeah, I was having meetings every night and my parents could not understand that. And they thought I was just trying to do that. I think, like, um, they did not tell this to me, honestly, but I could feel oh, maybe, like, through my brother or something, like, um, I got to know that they thought that the, you know, they thought that I am just doing, have seen, I'm just purposely having this kind of, like, uh, meetings just to like, escape from them. Yeah, I there was like many accusations on why I'm in my room at like 8 p.m. until 10. Mm. But all I can say is just that I I have meetings with like this NGO and that NGO, and they're like, what NGO? And I keep explaining them, no, and then no, they could not un- understand me. And then I just like, you know what? It's fine. Um, just I I beg for you guys not to disturb me during these hours and I'll do all, everything you ask me to do. House chores like cleaning the toilet or cleaning the kitchen. Just please do not disturb me this time. I mean, I mean, that's kind of good that you can guarantee them that compromise that you can help them with house chores. I can't do that because like the, the moment I make that promise, I don't know, like let's say my mom has me to fold the clothes. I would fold the clothes, but probably like at two in the morning after I'm done with all my work. So like, I don't think she likes that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I don't think she likes that. She's like, when I ask you to do something, you're supposed to do it, like, maybe before I come back from work or something. And I'm like, um, sorry, I can't help you. But then I have my work too. I need to set, I need to get all this done, you know? So, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a struggle. Lah. I think, like, now, at now, they, they got used to it. But, yeah, I guess, I guess what I can say is, like, communication is the key. Because, um, yeah, there was a time where I just really hated being at home because I felt that they couldn't understand me and... I felt that, you know, I felt I felt so guilty. I felt like this terrible child not helping them with what, you know, with, with what I have to. But then I can't, I can't, I can't really, you know, I don't have a choice on that. Especially, yeah. um, especially since I started TSP, right? I felt that, actually, to be honest, right, since starting TSP, I think that my mental health, <laughs> this is probably going to sound super contradicting, but like my mental health had, to, uh, had taken its toll as well. Uh. I mean, like it took a while since I could go back to normal and okay. And now I'm just like, I'm on my way to go back to being okay. But yeah, I guess like when you just add on a load of trying to do, trying to, I don't know. I don't know how to call this. This is not a business. This is not, <laughs> this is not okay, uh, an initiative. If that sounds, that sounds too formal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is an initiative, I guess. That basically, basically a podcast. I can't say I can't just call it a podcast because I feel like it's more than a podcast now. Because you know, yeah, because I think we are, is probably like 
all-encompassing because this is not like non-profit this is not for-profit either mm. um, but we're only producing discourses discussions and also um, content mm. via social media and yeah through the podcast as well so, yeah. yeah i thought you were going to say influencer and i was like no <laughs> Oh my god. Definitely different different fields. <laughs> but yeah, basically, you know, trying to, you know, trying to do all this, that was like, you know, a roller coaster and all. And then having to deal with my studies and like, you know, my parents and no, I, I was just like really confused at, at the point. But yeah, one thing I could tell to all of you guys is that um try your best to communicate, even though I know that's difficult because I don't think all families uh know how to communicate well especially asian families especially asian families correct <laughs> i mean like i feel like asian families are so more used to i don't know just keeping things in their heart and you know like all of a sudden expecting their kids to like you know read their minds and you know i don't know like the parents the parents expect the, their children to be born as mind readers no i mean like, i'm not a mind reader i wouldn't know what you want and as much as i would like to help you with the house chores i can only do it when i finish my work and my task and my quizzes and exams and the work which will never stop like even today i just finished like a series of tests and i have to prepare for like other tests coming on this week and i have the one star watch virtual live stream to go to and like you know there's things going on you know there's tsp of course and yeah so like you know we all have things on our plate and so what i can say to this kind of situation right i feel like everyone i think like this has been a struggle i think a lot of people have faced strains in their relationships i can't i can't advise you if let's say you come to me and, and talk about your boyfriend or girlfriend relationship lah, because i can't relate to any of that coming from someone who has never had a crush i can't relate to that so like even if i have friends coming telling me that she has problems with the boyfriend i'm like um sorry but i really can't help you but like if let's say those relationships are similar to like the family relationships and the other relationships we have i feel like this pandemic has put and yeah this, this pandemic has basically like burdened a huge strain on all these relationships and i guess why um i i feel like one of the main reasons why we all have like problems with our families and all is because um you know you guys may agree you guys may disagree it doesn't matter it's our opinions on this of course but then i feel that um before the pandemic we were given a lot of chance to just sweep matters under the rug you know because like you know we like for me i was always away at home so it was just easy for me to come back home like probably once a month or like once in six months and just talk about the good things and then go back you know i'll probably just be at home like you know paling lama the longest i'll be at home is just going to be like a month ever since i was 13. so like i felt that you know my parents were close they did come and visit me in boarding school every weekend and all but yeah i guess that i'm not going to deny even within this closeness that my parents tried to maintain there was some stuff that you know not only me but my parents we didn't want to speak about so like we just like kept things under the rug and all so <clears throat> i guess my parents were probably like not pleased with me they had their displeasures on me and i probably had my displeasures on them or like it doesn't matter even my siblings or anything but we just kind of ignored it because we you know we would only be at home for this short period of time but then when everyone is back under one roof i'm telling you honestly like this pandemic everyone's back under one roof like even my parents actually work long distance my parents work in different states mm -hmm. resulting in me having to go to different homes <laughs> sometimes i get to stay in my regular childhood home and sometimes i have to stay in another house which is so foreign to me but 
I call it my home as well. <laughs> so yeah, um, basically, I mean, you know, like so, like you know, for people who has parents like me who works like you know long distance relationships and stuff like that, um, yeah, I guess like you know when the pandemic when the pandemic happened, you had no choice but to live under you know like for me it was like the powers having to live under one roof, and yeah, I guess all the problems started you know all the problems just arose back then so that's why i say that the pandemic actually exaggerated on everything but in a way it's a good thing because maybe this was the chance or the push maybe the pandemic gave us the push to actually communicate and to understand each other on this i mean like i would not say that only the parents are struggling i would not say that only the children are struggling they might even be parents listening into this podcast i don't know i just hope mine don't <laughs> <laughs> just hope mine don't i don't know that if they listen i mean i know that my mom my mom my mom did listen in the early days i'm not sure now because she has never commented to me because i told her if you listen in to tsp don't comment anything to me i don't want to hear unless if i ask for like constructive feedback oh, but, okay. <laughs> but i don't want to hear anything like i don't know why but i don't want to hear it from my mom i asked it like from my friends and all but like from my mom like um don't tell me anything so unless if i ask for it so i'm not sure whether she still listens in or not but you know if she does then i don't know i mean like basically we all have our own struggles but i feel that in this pandemic especially in this hard time where we all have to go through a change in our schedules a change in our lifestyles obviously can so what we can do is just try to be more compassionate more understanding lah. of course as kids it will be super difficult like you know i'm not a good kid so i'm just going to tell it out straight it's going to be super difficult to just be quiet and control your temper when you know when your parents are like you know probably nagging at you like why oh, are you having meetings at night you don't come out from the room you're just stuck in your room what are you doing blah blah blah, blah. and you just find it being so like you know and yeah as a, as someone who's just probably finished a very hectic day you just want to like i don't know have a good good fun bath and sleep and then you come out and you listen to all of this you know all these rants and stuff i mean like it can be difficult to be honest i mean like i mean th- that's honest but i'm not gonna blame my parents on that because i feel that yeah my parents had their own frustrations because they're humans as well i don't feel like you know it's it would be even more weird if they did not voice out their frustrations and they just kept it you know and then if suddenly something happened and they would be you know if they explode or i would have exploded that would have been that would have made matters even worse lah, you know so um yeah basically what i can say is that um try your best to communicate your families for those who who obviously would face this kind of relationship kind of strains and for and yeah try to like try to communicate and try to understand lah. i mean like for me it's still difficult to understand where my parents come from but i'm trying my best so that and i feel like that the the same way you know it should go the same way to the parents as well even the parents should try to understand their kids because basically everyone's having a tough time no it's not only the kids it's not only the parents even the grandparents i feel like everyone is having a tough time so yeah it's something you know it would be super nice for everyone to have extra compassion extra compassion just be compassionate to you know towards your loved ones so yeah i mean like i'm not i know being compassionate is obviously not going to answer your problems but it might make things better lah. i don't know i mean like that was that's how it was lah, for me yeah? yeah i'm still facing these problems but at least now my parents at least for this episode they did not knock in my door and stuff and <laughs> you know and ask what are you doing i mean like i mean like honestly telling you guys as 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 an editor for all the episodes as well it's super hard to edit out the parts where your parents knock on the door or where your brother comes in and offers you fruit or something i'm like i'm in the middle of the thing right now so yeah i'm kind of glad that that hasn't happened so far tonight 
So yeah, I guess. I mean, for me, the struggle was basically the change in my lifestyle, and yeah, the relationship I had to face my family. Lah. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, like um, I don't know, like how, what did you do? I mean, like, are your parents more understanding now, or like are you still facing similar problems? How is it for you about the meetings? Um, they still don't know what I do, but I'm glad that at least they understand, and we kind of have boundaries. So mm. what usually happens during the weekdays is that I usually have meetings almost every single day. Mm. Um, so then I always, even though they know I have meetings, so sometimes I eat super super early before meetings or like very very late, like mm. after, yeah. after the end or something. So then I will always have to communicate with them and and kind of remind them and you know that I will take over cleaning the kitchen. So uh, no worries on that. Please, everyone, stay nice calm. Yeah. So, um, uh, that's the thing. So when it comes to me having meetings during the night, that means that I barely get to have dinner with my family. So that is, yeah, I, I also resonate with you, um, you know, feeling that guilt um, mm. of like staying in your room and doing work, which are like meetings and, you know, and, and schoolwork basically. So usually during dinner time is where everyone is there, right? So when my mm. family, um, my dad works from home, but my mom uh, works outside. Okay. Um, so then, you know, the dinner time is where everyone is there. Mm. Um, so then, but then at the same time, me and my brother, my brother has tuition sometimes during the night, but not all the time. But it's usually me who are like always absent. So then there's this like, sense of absence, um, you know, during dinner. So then it's not as like, how to say, it's not as wholesome, I, I, I would say, like, as mm-hmm. usual um family dinner time right so it's only me and my oh sorry it's only my dad and my mom who's who are having like constant um dinner times together so and then after that it's just me and my brother because we're both having kind of similar um time zones <laughs> so yeah they, i'm not sure like how to combat that guilt feeling so i think a way for me to yeah a way for me to combat that guilt is by um by doing house chores so then i would take the initiative to be like okay i will clean um the toilet or i will you know do the dishes tonight and then my mom and dad would be like oh thank you and then i'm like no problem <laughs> i do i will do the laundry or something but offering i think what makes them kind of like calm a bit like mm-hmm. yeah, she yeah. Not I, do that, I do that at times too when i just want to like you know avoid them getting yeah. angry and also, I like the fact that um, for house chores um, or any chores in general, they don't give me, as in like, they don't expect me to do it right away. Yeah, they will give like a deadline. So with my mom, sometimes, you know, the deadline could be three days or the deadline is like by this week. So by this oh. week, your toilet has to be clean. Um, oh, okay. I don't care what time or when, but it has to be clean by... By this week so then for me i like that because i don't like micro managers <laughs> um, yeah. that's a struggle i have to face but yeah 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 sure. yeah um wishes to you but yeah like um i think that's probably the most healthy way um mm. to to set boundaries with your child i think just give a, a timeline and then you know as long as they do their work on time i think it shouldn't be a problem right 
Yeah, I mean, like, you know, what what's the worst that could happen if the clothes don't get folded within one night? I mean, like, some people <laughs> get too much pressure on those kind of things, but... Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, like for me, it's difficult in that sense because my mom is a super clean freak. And she's, mm-hmm. like, she's like this OCD perfectionist kind of person. So she can't even stand seeing a paper out of place. You know, and yeah. she'll probably, you know, it, you know, that's that's how it gets. Like, I mean, like for those who have moms like that, so yeah, you probably understand how it is. So yeah, I don't blame her, but the thing is, like, it can get difficult. Like, it can be super difficult trying to understand. Like, of course, there, are, you know, when the days where my classes are like, you know, I don't have much classes during the daytime, then probably I could get some of the house chores done. But no, there are days where I'm just super hectic, and no, even by the time she comes back from work, I'm still not done with my classes and stuff, right? So. Yeah, I guess this is a struggle we all have to do. And as how I said, love, we need to try our best to understand people better because we all have our own priorities, you know. And um, but but one thing we all can remind ourselves is that despite the priorities that we have, we can still try to like I don't know, just offer one chore. For me, I don't like to make promises. For me, it's like I would not I would not offer if let's say I can't do that. Maybe what I'll do is like if let's say I feel that something is dirty or what, I would just sweep the house well i would probably just do it just without telling them so like that means like whenever i'm out and i feel that something's off i would do it but i would not i know i would not like tell them that oh i did this or like, i'm going to do this because i feel like if i if i were to offer then suddenly some some work might pop up or what and then i might get distracted so oh. i mean that's my way lah. so yeah i think they're all trying to like cope in our own ways right <laughs> even though you know even though there are so many times i'm just uh, i just feel like oh i want to go back i mean like it's so it's so much easier to just go back <laughs> you know because mm-hmm. like, it's, and just like escape from all these kind of issues but i feel that maybe i've been escaping these kind of problems for like so long like all this while i could not relate when people tell me that they have arguments with their families because mm-hmm. of me I did not have to face much arguments with my families because I felt that I think my parents were pretty okay with me. Like they, the worst they had to do was just like force me to eat and drink because sometimes I do skip my meals. But yeah, but basically I didn't really got into much trouble. Like probably like my brother, like, you know, boys are playful. So he probably like got scoldings and all, but I didn't really had much of that kind of problem. And, you know, they always knew that I worked hard in my academics and yeah, I mean like, so yeah, there was really nothing for them to get mad about. So like, I guess, you know, being in this kind of scenario is like a bit of a shock for them and for me last. So, yeah, maybe uh, maybe now it's my time to like really experience the Asian family drama <laughs> that I've not experienced all this while. So, <laughs> so yeah, maybe the pandemic gave me a chance of that. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's that's probably my struggle up. And yeah, going on, I think we we spoke a lot about the struggles already. But yeah, going on to. This interesting question. I am really curious to know your answer about this. But yeah, some trendy trendy in three words. Um. Okay. So yeah. my yeah. funny would be, I guess chaotic. Um. <laughs> chaotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very chaotic. Uh. What else? Ah. Uh? Mm, it's chaotic, but weirdly slow. Right? At the same time, I don't know, delusion? <laughs> I feel like I daydream quite a lot like during this time. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not a part of the society. 
Ah, I get that too. You know, I could remember as a student, right? Um, IPTS, IPTS students, we walk around a lot, and then I use the train um on a weekly basis. So I actually enjoy riding the train because it gives me oh. a sense of community. Yeah, I know it's it's a uh, it's kind of annoying. It is. It's true. It's annoying. Um, I rather you know like spend one hour doing something else rather than like waiting for the train to come mm -hmm. but i i actually enjoy um transporting myself using train because it feels like i'm the main character of my own movie <laughs> you know like you're listening to music and then you're like you know looking you feel so cool lah, you know <laughs> i do actually and then you know i usually drop by um Cal central and then do okay. my work there and then like you know feeling a bit uh, like you mean a drama or something and then i look around people walking people walking around yeah and everything is so like you know everyone's on the go all the time because you're in yeah. KL central right yeah. yes true yeah everyone in suits everyone having coffee drinks moms with um three kids you know rushing to get their children to school um, people in pencil skirts, people who look intimidating, and then like pilots mm -hmm. and stewardess getting ready for um, a flight. So mm -hmm. everything was very like community based, and I, f I really felt like I was assimilated in, you know, like the society per se, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it gave me a sense of, I don't know, it just feels nice to be with Malaysians. <laughs> I know it sounds a bit weird, but um, yeah, and, and, I actually entirely enjoy it, even though we don't talk or like I never interact with strangers mm -hmm. or anything, but it just feels nice being around um, people. Yeah. Um so to sum up, yeah, I think I think it was chaotic, um, bit slow and also like maybe not delusion, but more of like daydreamy. Cause it's mm -hmm. always like, oh, you know, what if, what if or like Right now it's slow, but then like, oh my god, like I can't wait for it this to finish so we can go to whatever, whatever. So I always have these conversations with my friends, lah. Like, oh, after MCO, let's go to Gunting. After MCO, yeah, let's go to Penang. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone's like daydreaming, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. And then, you know, like those conversations with your friends as well. Like, oh, let's go here, let's go there, let's go everywhere, lah. You know what? I even told my friend we're going to go to Japan. I don't know yeah. why. Very so far, international trip, right? But then I told my friend that you know what? We're going to go to Japan. No, we're going to go to Japan, and she's like, um, okay. Yeah, we're not sure like Japan, but yep. Exactly. Trade too, anyway. Like you know, we felt like like um after we graduate, so like we want to go on this. Mm -hmm. I don't know, she's like kind of trip. I'm not even sure whether pandemic is going to be over by that time. To be honest, but. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, we did a lot. <laughs> I mean, the pandemic, I don't know if it's going to be over, but hopefully the whole uh, quarantining culture will be gone, hopefully. But obviously, there are no promises. Lah. Yeah, there's no promises. Lah. I mean, like, I guess that's that's one of the new things that we all have to get used to. I mean, I think some of us are so used to planning our lives. Oh, like, yeah. from time, someone is so used to planning my life out. So, like... Having training trinity is just like a slap to my face, <laughs> slap to my you know the planner, my planner self. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I kind of kind of glad like I guess training trinity is something to teach all of us. But for me to sum up training trinity in three words, I mean like I know I came up with this Christian, but I've I've apparently I've never given a thought about it. Well, I would say it's a year of change. Okay, I mean like change is the constant thing, right? Change, um. Yeah, struggle. I would use the word struggle also. 
and I don't know learning because I feel mm-hmm. like I've learned a lot. So yeah, change, struggle, learning. That sounds super. I don't know, but I feel I think a lot of people, a lot of our listeners out there could relate to this. And yeah, um, you know, uh, going back to what you're saying about riding in a train, I do enjoy taking trains. But the thing is, since I'm a, you know, I'm a government uni student, my PTA student, and I my my uni is like way far from from where I stay, at least from Klang Valley. So because of that, I don't really have left the luxury to like you know to take trains or commute every day so like but uh whenever i come back like to go hang out with friends and all um i think my parents are, are way more happier with the option of me taking the train instead of letting me drive alone without their supervision so yeah um to, especially to just get around anywhere around kl trains are like the use the most you know the most easiest thing to do right you know to just you know just take trains so yeah i do enjoy taking trains but i thought that you know i enjoy it because i get to do it only like on some breaks stuff like that i didn't know that even someone who regularly does it enjoys it as well <laughs> so yeah that's that, that's really nice to know but yeah i i find that i don't know but i find that traveling through trains even sometimes to get from my my childhood home to my other home, <laughs> I kind yeah. of prefer traveling through trains instead of like going on car trips because I feel like, I don't know, going on trains, especially at most of the time I'll be alone. I kind of feel like I'm in charge of my life. That's also weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very true. Maybe, because, maybe it's because like when I was a kid or at least before 18, I would not be, you know, I probably was, wasn't allowed to be, you know, to travel on trains and also like maybe... Maybe getting to do that now kind of gives me this sense of I don't know, but I kind of like the feeling now, basically. Because <laughs> you're the one who, you know, like you can drop drop from this station or you can, you know, go to another station. Like no one's gonna tell you anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel like yeah. I mean, like I've always wanted to do. Uh, one thing I've always wanted to do is like just to go on the train from where I stay, and to make uh, and to like you know to make it. I think I have been from where I stay to go next to like KL Central, right? But what I want to do is just like, just hop on a train without any definite de- destination. And then just go on to various places. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, even though like Museum Negara, even though I've probably been there like a tons of times. So I don't know, like just go to any random place lah. Like Pasar Seni or like, uh, instead of like going to KL Central straight, which is where I, I usually go, like, you know, stop on with the other stops around the way. You'll probably like go to somewhere around Damansara. So just like, like without any definite locations in my mind. So yeah, I mean like, yeah, maybe maybe after the pandemic, I will get to that lot. Like, just like mindlessly get, hop on a train and like go to random places. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I like about it is that like, um, since the train is connected with, well, every everywhere and in KL, we have a lot of malls. So I think sometimes randomly, oh, I'm so hungry. So then, oh, okay, we'll just stop by like, you know, the next two stops, is going to be a mall so then i would just drop by randomly so there's no sense of like planning <laughs> actually i mean i'm a planner as well but then sometimes like i really like ad hoc stuff as well mm-hmm. so then you know it's yeah, kind yeah. of fun in a way and then you know you just like search up like oh korean restaurants nearby and then i would just go alone and then eat yeah um by myself which is really therapeutic yeah Oh, I see. We have same interests. I guess it would not be a problem if we were to hang out one day. I guess like yeah. like similar. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. Speaking about hangouts, that's like this is one of the things I <clears throat> I can I cannot even brain. I feel like we stay so nearby. 
I mean, our, our houses are where we stay, and we have still we still haven't got the chance to meet each other face to face. So yeah, guys, I mean, like, I guess this is what the pandemic is like. I mean, like, <clears throat> there there is like a part of myself that feel like I would like to meet my TSP team on a you know face to face, but mm, yeah, I guess. I guess we have to wait till the pandemic is over uh, for to do all this stuff anyway. <laughs> so yeah, uh, going on to the next question, and yeah, I think I'll skip. I'll I'll skip a bit through the reality check as we are running out of time, and then yeah. But basically, yeah, I think we've been speaking too. I did. I didn't. I think I'm so relaxed in this episode. I didn't really. I didn't even keep track of time, but it's okay. <laughs> going on to the next question anyway. Uh, just want to know what you want to change in 2021. Is if there is anything that you want to change. For me, it's the pandemic, but simple as that. What is one thing I want to change? Um, maybe my lack of um, communication, I would say. Because I think, yeah, that's the issue with me. I think I repress a lot of emotions because I don't want to offend people or like be insensitive with their um, struggles. Because sometimes I always overthink and then, you know, be like, okay, I think I can probably handle this issue by myself oh it's not that big of a deal yeah so there's there's no conversation on like my own struggles um True. yeah so then i would probably be more transparent and i kind of wish that i'm a bit more assertive on things like sometimes you know, in meetings and then um, I hear things which are like a bit like weird. Um, but usually right now, I I don't really say anything. I would just say it afterwards. With yeah. other people. And like, did, they, did you hear what you just said? That was weird. But then I think I would probably, I think for proper activism work, I should probably be more assertive yeah. and be more direct with my approach. And you know, like if some guy said some sexist remark, I would, you I would know, yeah. I might, ideal self would be like hey can we can we unpack what you just said mm. can hear what he just said you know like basically kind of see the fear in front of my eyes and then challenge the status quo lah, per se right yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i think that's it basically just be more transparent with my emotions um and also be more assertive mm. okay cool um I do agree on you in that part, especially, yeah, I do agree with you in that part, but I feel that, I don't know why, but I feel that, especially in this part, TSP is helping me in a way, because, <laughs> like, I don't know, I feel like, um, I don't know, with, you know, with handling TSP matters, I don't have a choice but to be assertive. I need to, like, I need to literally say things that are on my mind, even though, you know, it might be sensitive for some people, because, you know, since I am, you know, if I were not to say it, then this person might come on and do things that, you know, that things that we don't want to happen, right? So, I think that, like, TSP kind of gave me the push to be more brave mm -hmm. saying on these kind of things. And, yeah, and also... Um, yeah, in, in, yeah, like I said, being brief and also, yeah, conversations about my challenges. I mean, like, like you, I also like to diminish my own struggles because I feel that, you know, we have it way more easier compared to like other people, which is true in some ways. But then, yeah, it's uh, one thing I learned in 2020. Lah. I mean, like, this is something I'm still trying to change. Like, it's a learning process. I'm still trying to change is like, you know, to to be more attentive to myself, to my struggles. And yeah, to have a conversation about it. I feel like some musings kind of help me in that part because sometimes I do need to find topics that I need to talk about in some musings, right? And then 
um you know this kind of like you know uh when in in the in my process of finding topics that i need to discuss on on tsp's ig feed i do find myself like um communi communicating my struggles more so i feel that you know yeah in that sense la i mean like tsp kind of helped me la in that sense so yeah i'm not going to go on more to that because we all have our tsp reflections uh part that we will release onto instagram later on right so yeah that's that's that lah. <laughs> so yeah, moving on to the reality check. I feel like the reality check we I've done most of it already because we have already shared about what we felt and all. So I'm just gonna go on to the last questions. Is that now I'm really curious on this, but like for 2021, do you feel that you're making goals that make sense? Or you're just like making super optimistic goals? Like I don't know, how is it for you? Um to me personally on I did not make um goals yet for 2021 i think at the moment like i am incredibly lazy to set up goals um because i'm too scared if it's not gonna yeah. be executed mm. i think for 2020 like i really set myself you know like hey i'm gonna do this and this and this everything mm. um, was like go to you for everyone and <laughs> yeah so then that was completely demolished right so yeah. i right now i'm a bit more cautious so like maybe i'll plan a general i'll do like a general outline of what i'm going to do um but i don't think i'm going to set that high of expectation mm. so probably gonna be like a plan a plan b plan c um sorry what was the question again i actually forgot <laughs> that the question was was that are you making goals that make sense but yeah since you have not even made goals yet so yeah i think it was it's probably similar goals to 2020 you know, really great academics, like, uh, obviously, we're like scholars, right? <laughs> Students at the moment. So that's a priority. Yes, but also yes. trying to make change. Um, so I think at the moment, I feel like for 2020, I did a lot of labor. But some of the labor are not really beneficial. Mm. You know, it could just I, be I for like, self interest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I think for 2021, I have to make sure that whatever I do, it impacts the community at the, at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be doing, like, shock syndiary work where I only do it for self-interest. Like, oh, you know, I do it for, like, because I have this position. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that not only me, but everyone else also benefited from whatever I do, regardless if it's small or big. Hmm. Okay, cool. I mean, for me, um, I have not set any goals for 2021 as well, but then... Um, one thing that i have my mind on is like on a project that i want tsp to i want tsp to organize this kind of project which you obviously need more help like, because um, because of our lack of manpower obviously yeah but, um yeah I'm, I'm planning to like collaborate i already have like my my mind set up to who i want to collaborate with and all but i've not tell you guys yet you know that's the that's the catch guys to the listeners out there i've not i've not even told my team about you know what we want to what's the big project all about but that's that I guess that's one of the biggest projects that I'm actually looking forward to because I feel that um, as nice as, it, as this year was, like, you know, I felt that I wanted to do, I wanted to, I wanted to do something that would move me out of my comfort zone and would bring me out of my really, really bad mental health space. And yeah, I guess TSP kind of helped me in that way, but I feel that it's time for TSP to start impacting the community more. I'm not saying that these talks are not not impacting the communities. I do get some super sweet DMs. Thank you so much, guys. Even though I don't know who you are, but yeah, I mean, like that's that's super sweet, lah. You know, at times, especially at the times when we get those negative DMs, right? I mean, like those harassment times. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, I feel that um, 
there's so much potential to do more. So I'm really looking forward to this project. I'm not sure whether we can really make it happen. Especially, I want it to be a yeah, I really want it to be a physical one. So yeah, I mean, like I'm still betting on that. I don't know what's going to happen with this pandemic and all. But yeah, I'm. That's basically that's probably my main goal. I mean, I want to make that thing work. And yeah, the the other things as of like making, you know, getting the proper CGPA. I don't think that's really a goal. That's something I do <laughs> because I want to. So like, I don't really, I don't really uh, assume that as a goal, lah. But then. Um, maybe you know, talking to you, right, and listening to what you were saying about your goals and about uh, you know, what you're saying about trying to make more impact instead of being short sendiri, right? I feel that that is maybe something that I want to do because I feel that all this while, uh, probably people saw me as like having this high position, especially for one organization. Um, people saw me as having very high position for this certain organization, and then, um, but then in reality, I don't think I was doing much. The reason why I was not doing much was because. Um, the basically like you know that the organization the environment was toxic and even the upper people they they were having problems and all lah basically so yeah basically a classic example of a te- toxic work environment so yeah I feel that um but if let's say the old eg I was almost about to say my real name <laughs> because you know because I did not feel like eg at all this episode I felt that you know I'm me talking about my own stuff right so. I almost say my real name, so I, that's why I hesitated a while. Like, thank God I did not say my real name. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, like, um, for those two, like, basically, like, uh, how how am I gonna phrase it? But basically, for the old for the old AG, um, when I were to face these kind of problems, I would just try to like persevere and try my best to give impact. But now I feel that there's so much of opportunities out there. Maybe maybe PSP can help me in a way to to expose me to the other opportunities that we have, especially in activism and all, right? And yeah, so I feel that, you know, maybe I'm trying to make quitting into a into something I want to do la, for 2021, quitting that particular organization, which I'm obviously not going to say who. <laughs> but yeah, but it's not Monster, la, don't worry. Since I was talking about Monster in the earlier episode right now, I mean, like, I had fun working with these people and my contract with them is going to end. But yeah, I guess... Train train one is going to be like stuff for new things lah, which is something I'm looking forward to. And yeah, maybe I need to take the leap of courage, the leap of faith to actually quit that, you know, to quit the organization that is so-called giving impact and like start doing other things lah. Maybe, uh, I don't know, enter new organizations or new NGOs or like probably like focus on um, other TSP projects, maybe give more of my attention to TSP. So maybe it's also a time for me to like slow down a bit. I feel like this, this, this pandemic, even though it was a pandemic, I felt that maybe because of the, you know, the easiness of joining everything uh, via virtual base, I joined too many stuff. So I feel that, you know, um, and like it's so fitting that train uh, trade is coming to an end. Most of my programs are, com- are kind of like, you know, are coming to a wrap already. And, you know, Monster Watch is going to be, you know, it's going to be end. I kind of, I kind of feel sad for that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like basically, yeah, basically, you know, most of my things, my commitments for this year are going to come to an end. So I feel that it's fitting for me to maybe maybe give myself some time and think about the goals of 2021. Or it doesn't I don't I don't know. We don't have to make goals before New Year. We can just make goals any time of the year, right? So like whenever I feel like I want to make goals, I'll just make goals lah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I just I just want to tell you guys out there that you don't have to make goals before 2021. It's not you don't have to follow the trend, lah. I mean, like you do what's best for you. So if you don't feel like making goals now, then don't. Just just make the best out of every situation you are in, lah. So yeah. 
That's probably what I'm going to say. And moving on to the final takeaway. Wow, it's been a lot. It's been a while. Yeah, but I think I, I really did not realize the time the time flying. I hope our listeners would not realize the time flying as well. <laughs> I am kind of nervous with this, you know, with this timbang sambal thing because I feel that I'm super vulnerable here. Even though on the actual episodes, I do share stuff about my stories and all, but whenever I share this kind of stuff, I share it on like a professional manner or I share stuff that I've actually, you know, been through, stuff that I'm okay to talk about. And I feel like today, I was just talking about stuff that, you know, as a, as a normal human being, as a normal a normal 20-year-old girl is facing. So I don't know. I don't know how am I going to feel when I listen back to this episode and I'm going to do the editing part later. But yeah, I mean, like, I kind of like this conversation. I hope I hope it's refreshing la, to our current listeners and I hope it attracts new listeners as well, la, you know, this Simbang Sambal series. Anyway, um, moving on to a final takeaway. Um, so yeah, okay, um, what's, the, what's the last advice? Or like, I don't know, is there anything that you want to say to the public out there? about ending train 20 and you know you know right everyone is like trying to say that what they're skipping train 20 and they're trying to like look at train 21 as the new train 20 this great <laughs> stuff is going to happen and so yeah what do you want to tell to people like this um generally be more sensitive over everyone around you um, and try not to repress your emotions too much, even though you think that your problems may be minuscule compared to everyone else. But I think everyone should be mindful of everyone's struggles. Um, I'm not saying you should force your friends to open up if they don't, if they're not comfortable. But just reach out and check in. You know how how are you doing? Maybe play Among Us together or like play games together, watch a movie together. Just spend a lot of time with your friends. Um, do a general check-in on everyone around you. Yeah. Yeah, true, true, true. And yeah, talking about general check-in, I'm still thinking maybe there's something that, you know, that we at TSP can try to do for the people out there. But yeah, still in the, you know, still in the discussion process. I'm not going to reveal anything, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, um, for me, um, I'm not going to give any advice. I felt that I gave enough advices already. <laughs> so, yeah, um, basically, the final takeaway is usually for, for our guests to tell their opinions, right? So, moving on to the second question, which is the last question. Um, what is the sambal of this whole episode? And you know, right, in TSP, sambal is basically the ultimate takeaway, you know, the spicy ultimate takeaway that you want to, like, emphasize again before we leave. Um... I think everyone's just having a hard time at the moment. So, yeah, I, I'm basically echoing the same thing I've been mentioning three times. But, um, yeah, just check in with everyone. Be sensitive with the haves and the have-nots. Um, be sensitive of political discussions going on. Um, you know, you don't have to be an activist, per se. Like, I'm, doing, I'm saying activist very loosely, but you don't necessarily have to be, like, one of those people to pay attention on what's going on with you, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe read certain things on the news. Don't read everything. Don't be too panicky about everything, but mm -hmm. try to be aware of your surroundings, especially in your communities. Um, reach out to your neighbours. Maybe you have an auntie who lives alone. Maybe you have a single mother who lives alone. Um, you know, uh, a, an elderly who lives alone as well. So, you know, use your privilege wisely. So if you have um, like a lot of money, try to giving out to mutual aids or try to um, help a person um, with the money, right? 
um, because you know untouched money, it's it's pretty useless. So try to you know um, transfer your money um, and like source it out somewhere um, where it is beneficial. Um, yeah, and and if you have a car, you can drive, and you have the energy to do so. Maybe you can do groceries for an elderly person um, or an OKU person as well. So just generally help your community, um, and I think that's probably the best way to to um, to keep everyone in check and healthy. Because I I do believe that we're not supposed to be dependent too much on our government <laughs> or our law enforcers. Yeah, true. And, Community build and uh, and community support and solidarity is much more strong than um, you know calling the police or calling the law enforcers like every three seconds because I think at this point it's it's not really helpful. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, but yeah, I think community is is, is a way to go lah for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. Um, I really like what you say. I feel like that was a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful takeaway because I, I, yeah, I find it so fitting. I mean, like, you know, just to remind again, you know, to all of you guys out there, you don't have to be a politician. You don't have to be activist. You don't have to have like an active social media. You can just be you and try to like, I don't know, spare a bit of your time to like check on your, your local community. Even, even not on your local community, you just check on your family, like your family or your neighbors, people who just live around you, your, you know, people who, who's around, you know, people who live around your surroundings. Yeah, so like checking in on them a little would not hurt. I think that's something we all will need. And yeah, remember to check in with yourself as well. I mean, like, especially to people like us, <laughs> You know, like me and Kay who loves to, you know, who loves to like diminish our own struggles. So yeah, I guess that's something we need to work on. <laughs> I think it's not necessarily diminishing. I think we have a lot to do. You know, and also extra curriculum. So then we, we're like, okay, let's just schedule this emotion for a later date because we have no time to feel things. Um, there's deadlines coming up and projects to do. So then we will just feel it in later time lah. Don't know, schedule it during Sam break or something. So yeah, I guess there's something. I think I think Train Trinity has taught everyone of us. You know, whether you like it or not, Train Trinity happened. Whether you want to accept it or not, it happened. So yeah, maybe we instead of just looking at all the negative stuff, I'm not gonna say that life is all rainbows and roses, because it's not. But yeah, maybe we could try to like, you know, learn something that Train Trinity has to offer. And yeah, hopefully train twenty one or don't talk about train twenty one lah. Hopefully tomorrow will be a better day for all of us. So yeah, I don't want to go to like train twenty one is going to be like the year of the best. I mean like I don't tired of those expectations already. So yeah, let's just try to make a better day for us every day. Like it doesn't have to be train twenty one. Even I even maybe the last remaining days of train twenty, we can try to like make it the best for us in any way possible. So, yeah, I think that's all from me. <laughs> and yeah, I think we should probably stop already. We, we have spoke a little too much. But I kind of I enjoyed this. I mean, not, not to say I didn't enjoy the other episode, guys. But you have to, you know, you have to admit the other episodes were a little too heavy. You know, I had to do my research and all the statistics and facts. And I, had, and I was trying my best to like pivot the conversation and keep track of time. There's like so many things happening in one time, right? And trying to like make sure whether, the, whether my guest is feeling awkward or whether my guest is stuck. And then like trying to like comp complement with my stories my facts we're like yeah a lot of things happen in like the other episodes so, like this episode is just me 
blindly talking, <laughs> which is something I enjoy. <laughs> so yeah, I guess this Simbang Sambal series is a good thing on its own. And maybe we should have more more of the talk coming. Anyway, guys, do share your comments. You can drop us DMs. You can reach us on the Sambal Pod. If we decide to go on Twitter, you can reach us on Twitter as well. <laughs> I'm not sure how is it going to be if the Sambal Pod, if TSP is on Twitter. But hmm, I think that's something to consider, something to look forward in 2021. Um. Anyway, if we were to really do a Twitter account, uh, we obviously we will release the official announcement TSP's account. But yeah, as of now, we are just on Instagram, and we have also released a website, a very very new initiative called Bread Baroti, which targets a slightly different kind of audience. But yeah, basically, it's for people who love to read. It's basically for students as well, and also for people who love reading um long kind of like you know long kind of passages and stuff like that. So yeah, Read by Roti is just uh it's just like a sister project of TSP, um done by this super bright girl of our team. And yeah, so yeah, guys, go check us out. Go give go give your love there, and yeah, continue sharing our love for the summer pot. And yeah, I guess I want to take this chance to also thank all of our listeners because I feel that I've never done that enough so yeah um especially spotify wrapped 2020 um kind of like taught me that or kind of made me realize that we have more listeners or than we thought especially you know when we saw the when i actually um saw the statistics and all so yeah thank you so much guys thank you so much for the love especially from those who are out of malaysia do pardon us when i slip into my malay at times or my mother tongue at times but yeah thank you so much and yeah please continue showering love and if you want to come on the sambal for it's a space for all so you can come in anytime and if you want to hide your identities that's fine because it's a space it's a safe space for all so yeah thank you so much for everyone our listeners basically to everyone who made sambal pot what it is la but i'm not going to talk too much about that because we're still at the beginning you know we just barely started so yeah <laughs> to a better i don't know a better start in 2021 maybe so yeah i guess that's it from me um okay is there any last words um not much for me covered everything that i wanted to cover so just okay. have a have a great day everyone or or night or wherever you are yeah have a great day have a great night and merry christmas because I think our episode, when it's released, is going to be super near to Christmas already. So yeah, Merry Christmas to all the Christians celebrating in Malaysia. And of course, on, on the Samba pod, through Samba Celebrate hashtag, we will, we will wrap a bit about, you know, the history of Christmas and why Christians celebrate and all, for the benefits of those who don't know. So yeah, I guess that's it from us, guys. Thank you so much. And yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Or probably, should I say, see you in 2021. <laughs> Bye, guys.